Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. I'm excited for you to check out this week's SOW Classic, where we go back and we're going to give you this iconic full episode with none other than the guy himself, Brad Lee, the guy who's the host of Dropping Bombs Podcast, the CEO of Lightspeed. And in this episode, we talk about sales negotiation tips. We also talk about how to raise your value. Like right now, you're doing something, you're not getting what you should be getting. This is the episode for you. We're going to talk about the true definition of success. The three R's and why they're very important. You're going to want to write this down, but enough of me. I want to go right into the episode. Sit back and enjoy this week's SONW Classic with none other than Bradley. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're ready for this. Excited about this as much as I am. This next guy we're bringing on the show, somebody I've been a fan of from afar, and he's finally on the show. Mr. Dropping Bomb Podcast himself, Bradley. What's up, fam? What's going on, Sean? Man, listen, I'm excited for this one, man, because people see you dropping bombs on a daily. They see what you're doing with light speed, but our audience loves diving into those show notes, trying to figure out exactly who's the person on the opposite side of the mic. Take us back to, like, the young Bradley. I want to know what the vibe was like. What were you doing? The young Bradley, man, I don't know if you want to know that story. It depends on what... <laughs> what you know, term there was, there's terms in my life, right? So I would say growing up till about 14 is one. And then from 14 to I'd say 30 is another. And then from 30 to now is another, which, which frame you want to go with. Yeah. That's crazy. You said that. Cause no one's ever put it in that perspective. And I, I like the fact you stopped at 14 cause 14, my life got crazy. And I, we'll talk about that. Let's, let's talk about 14 though. I think that's a sweet spot, right? Everyone has a childhood and stuff like that. But at 14, I feel like that's when you start discovering certain things about you. So let's break that down. Well, at 14, man, I was a little bit of a, of a hustler. I was, you know, running around thinking I was cool, uh, going to different high schools, you know, actually not about 16, but from 14 to, you know, 30, my, you know, I would say I was just, you know, out there hustling, right? I came from a, you know, blue collar family in a small town and then moved to a little bit bigger of a town and then ultimately found my game in sales and then just mastered that and made, you know, decent money growing through the ranks. Uh, you know, went to LA to be a movie star. I mean, I did so much crap. I lived a whole lifetime from 14 to 30. Oh man, listen, listen. When I was 14, maybe we can relate on this. I like the fact you said hustler. Bro, my my brother went off to college and he became a big nightlife party promoter. I'm talking about partying with huge artists, you name them, Rick Ross, Young Jeezy. So at 14, I was in the club. I was standing on couches. I was learning man. how to I was learning how to network and market. And at 14, after watching so many of these events, I threw my own graduation party for 18-year-olds. So I can only imagine what you were hustling at, at 14. But at 14, I was throwing graduation parties. And I remember yeah, I, wasn't doing, I wasn't doing it like that, dog. You you were out hustling me for sure. <laughs> but I mean, listen, though, it's so crazy that you mentioned that age because I think that's when people start dipping and dabbing and some of the things, right? As a young Bradley, what were you hustling at from that 14 to like 18 range? What were you doing? Well, dude, you know, at 14, literally, man, I was I hate to say it, but basically walking around a mall looking for receipts on the floor and then picking up those receipts and turning them into money. Let's just say that. Mm. So it wasn't, it wasn't always, it wasn't always, you know, the, the, the best of the best, uh, uh, in my, in my intentions, I was a little bit of a hoodlum <laughs> at 14, you know? So, so I was just looking, 
just ways to make money. I was kind of out on my own. I was raised where, you know, kids should be seen, but not heard type of thing. Yeah. Not much supervision, not much parental oversight. Uh, and so again, uh, you know, I definitely wasn't in clubs that early. I was running around with a bunch of punk kids looking for ways to make money, uh, you know, scamming or or some stupid ass stuff. <laughs> like, dude, I look, I think back and I'm like, you know, when they say people don't change, people do change. Okay. If you believe people don't change, you need to freaking like pay attention because you and others can change and i suggest that if you're not where you want to be in life that you do change most people are afraid to change for some reason Mm, let's tap into that right those people that are afraid to change what do you think is holding them back well i think change is uncomfortable and and there's an unknown and so anytime there's an unknown people you know fall on the side of caution you know, they don't they don't realize that taking a chance is what makes the difference. Right. If you if you never <clears throat> excuse me, if you never take a chance, dude, you're going to work for someone who did mm. point blank. So a lot of people won't take that chance because they're afraid of what might happen. Um, I, that happened to me when I at 30, when I started my company Lightspeed. You know, everybody was more worried about, well, what if you fail? And what if this? And what if that? And I was thinking the opposite. I was like, what if I'm just like staying the same Mm. my whole life? What if I'm, what if I don't end up a multimillionaire, freaking billionaire, Forbes magazine cover type dude? Like, what, what if I just, I'm running a car dealership my whole life and then I get old running a car dealership. Like who would want to do that? Now, again, there's a lot of people that make a lot of money running car dealerships and they're happy with that. I wasn't though, but the catalyst for me, Sean was, I helped this dude in the back for the first time in my life. I literally had no intention other than helping somebody else. Right. Prior to that, dude, it was always about me. At the end of the day, man, it was about me. How could I get paid? How could I get rich? I didn't really factor in you. I factored in me, right? And that was the leader. So this is the first time I said, I'm going to factor somebody else in. I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't read a book and be like, oh, I'm supposed to help others. So let me just try that. No, I just did it because this dude was cool. And I'm like, let me show you how to make some money. So I bring him up front, take him from minimum wage to like, you know, 15 grand a month. Mm. His whole life changes. His wife pops in happier. His kids roll in happier. You know, everything's better with, with, with more money. I mean, I always say like, you know, everything's funny with a pocket full of money. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I gave him, I gave him a a little education over a 90 day period and kind of showed him how to make real money uh, selling. And, and, I didn't do it for any other reason than to help the dude. And it was freaking a cool feeling and experience to watch how it transformed an entire family. And then I thought to myself, man, I've got the power and ability to do that for people. I, I feel obligated to do that for people. You know what I mean? I can always come back and freaking run a car dealership. Hmm. I, I need to go like start a company where I can help people do that. So I, that's what I did. I started, I quit my job and started a company to help people make more money in sales. Cause I'm like, I guess a good educator, good. I make things seem simple and easy and I break things down with simplicity. I think that's why, you know, a lot of people are resonating with, with my Instagram and, and my content. 
you know, dropping bombs. You've heard it, bro. It's, you know, it's not rocket science. We're just talking about problems, situations, challenges, and I'm not afraid to ask real questions. And my guests, for some reason, uh, come out with real answers. I've had all my guests say stuff like, man, I've never had an interview like that. Normally, they're just asking me all kinds of the same questions. So to take that same approach, you know, not to run this answer on, but to take that same approach to everything is, is kind of my philosophy from, you know, trying to help people make more money to, to, to uh, making all the adjustments along the way to end up as a software CEO. That's crazy. Mm. But, but here I am eight figures, uh, you know, several companies later, um, you know, I've learned a lot. So that's the 30 to now range. So 14, I was a punk kid running around with a little hurtling crowd. I ended up, I ended up, you know, uh, you know, getting a car, obviously I turned 16, got my driver's license. That was awesome. You know, cruised the gut, you know, chased women. And then at about, you know, 17 years old, I kept being pressured to get this real job. I kept hearing about everybody said, go get a real job, Brad. It's time to get a real job. So I'm like, well, what is a real job? And basically what they meant by a real job is like you work for a company, you know, 40 hours a week, you put in your hours and you freaking earn your, you know, benefits and all that crap. So I get the job with this forest service and yeah. thinking I'm going to fight forest fires. I go up to the mountains, basically bust my ass, get poison oak. It's miserable. This hard work thought I was going to be something special when I wasn't, I was just like low on the totem pole dipshit running around squirting on stumps to keep them from starting a fire again and realized like, dude, hard work, isn't it? My dad was a hard worker. Mm. Like if, if hard work was all it took, bro, everybody would be rich in the military. Everybody'd be rich. You know, the digs ditches, right? That's hard work. Anyway, that's hard work to me. But so that's when I realized I don't really like this hard labor shit. So I decided, man, I got to figure out something else. So I open up a newspaper and there's an ad for car sales. So I roll into the dealership, basically bullshit my way into getting the job. Next thing I know, I'm sitting there in Cologne with a freaking, you know, <laughs> double breasted suit and a freaking gold pan. And I got all these cars to choose from and I get one to drive. And like, it's just night and day difference. And now all I'm doing is greeting customers as they walk in the door, showing them my lovely merchandise <laughs> and, make, and making five times the money as anyone in my family. So, so that was my first job selling cars. And then obviously, you know, I've sold art RVs, you know, I've sold everything from freaking weed to freaking Bitcoin. So at the end of the day, <laughs> I, I mastered the art of sales. You know, I, I, I literally, I would say, and probably the best closer on the planet. I won't make a claim on Mars because I don't know who's there, but <laughs> here, here on earth, I'm probably one of the best on earth for sales and closing, you know, getting people to, to buy. So with that knowledge, I feel obligated to get it out to the world. So because of my software, I started that company and then realized that there's a lot of other experts out there. So I started closing Grant Cardone and Damon John and Tony Robbins and all these, you know, subject matter experts where everyone wanted their content, but not necessarily mine. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get their business unless I let those guys use my software and, and help them get their business, which is what I did collaborate instead of compete. Mm. And ultimately that turned into, you know, where we are today. So you got me going back and forth through the year. I like this though. 
the, the year break, uh, ages, but you know, from 17 to 30, man, I was just selling, you know, jumping from job to job, selling, mastering the skill, being a jack off, closing deals, making cash, you know, freaking chasing women. I, I have six kids from four women, but I can explain. <laughs> um, you know, so I just, I just lived a lot of lives, bro. I mean, I, I, I learned everything the hard way. That's the book I got coming out. It's called the hard way. When is the book? When is, what's the book dropping? Dude, I got to hurry up and drop that bitch. Cause you know, I started <laughs> pre-selling it a year ago and people are starting to say, damn dude, where's my book? And I'm like, you know, it's damn, I didn't think it'd be this long, but dude, I'm writing it myself. That's what the people don't damn. understand. Just get a ghostwriter. I don't want a ghostwriter. If I have a ghostwriter, then I didn't write the book, did I? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Okay, so, so I'm putting all the lessons down. But to answer your question, man, I, I would say within 30 days, it will be finished and off to the printer. And then they take oh. usually two, two weeks to a month. So I'd say in the next 45 days, that book should be on people's shelves That's or dope. in their hands. That's dope. Listen, bro, I want to ask you this because as you're talking, I'm thinking, right? And I'm I'm somebody that a lot of a lot of times I, I channel rap lyrics to motivate me. And I remember one rap lyric from Big Sean. And Big Sean said, I can't spend my whole life looking at the same ceiling fans when I feel like I ain't got a ceiling, man. If I ain't special, why do I feel it then? And the reason why I say that is because that quote makes me think about, you know, let's go to a younger Brad who's doing all of these sales in a car business. That's making five times more than anybody in his family. How did you know at that moment that, you know what? I can do this on my own. I can create something like Lightspeed. Like, what made you say, you know, the power and the, the true talent was you? Because I know people in the audience right now, they're excelling in jobs, but they want to know, can they do more? Well, obviously, they can. Anyone can do anything. I dropped out of high school in 11th grade. You know, no degree. You know, I learned from the street and, you know, just by doing so anyone can do it. When you look back, you, you know, that's pretty evident that, that and, and I think anyone that ever becomes, quote unquote, successful, you know, will tell you the same thing. Anyone literally can can do it. The question is, is who's going to do what it takes? A lot of people, they make the claim, but they but they don't really want to do the work. They don't really want to get up early. They don't really want to do the sit ups. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, or like I say, they don't want to pass on the ranch. One time I was, I got in pretty good shape, but I took off my shirt and, you know, I had like a four pack. The bottom wasn't fully coming in. And someone said, dude, you know, I can help you get rid of that. You got to freaking give up the ranch dressing and the bump up. And I started laughing like, why ranch dressing? And he's like, you know, it's just the little things that people won't cut out. Like you, you will have a salad, but now you smother it in ranch. Well, the ranch is right there on your waist. So I always say like, look, if I got to pass on the ranch, I don't, I don't necessarily want it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, what is success anyway, Sean? Success is one's own opinion. And the problem is everyone wants to base success off what the society says it is. And that's why when people get rich, they still feel empty because they didn't, they didn't, they didn't assess what they believe success is and what they really want out of life. They just, they just heard what everyone else thinks success looks like you know these lambos and ferraris like i could buy lambos ferraris rolls royces bentley's you know why what what am i going to do how many cars can i drive <laughs> like like i have a ford raptor and then i buy my wife whatever she wants and now we've both got a car do i need more than that now that's my opinion but am i mad at like my boy andy frisella who's got like <laughs> like a 
million dollar car collection? <laughs> Hell no, dude. I'm envious. I wish I had that. But dude, I don't have the garages he has. I don't have like, I, I'm not him. So most people try to compare themselves instead of preparing themselves. Nice little rhyme for you. Don't compare yourself. Prayer yourself. So what was your question, dude? I mean, you're answering it. I mean, like, but here's the thing. Like, back when you were making five times more than anybody in your family, like, what made you say, you know what, I'm going to bet on myself, create light speed, and, and really do something different? A lot of times people get into these jobs, fam, and they get stuck in them. Like, what made you say, you know yeah, what? I didn't, yeah. I didn't, I didn't do it back then, dude. It took me, I mean, I didn't know anything back then. Back then, I was just trying to get paid. I was out for myself. I was closing deals and freaking spinning wheels. Like, I was going nowhere but I was going comfortably, meaning I was making money, but dude, I was blowing it just as fast as I was making it. <laughs> like, dude, I was just broke at another level. Like, mm. dude, there's people broke when they're making 2,100 a month and there's people broke making 21,000 a month. Mm. And, and if you're broke, you're broke, you're broke. And if you're broke, it's because you're broke. You don't, you don't have the right information or you're doing it wrong. If you're making 21 grand a month, man, honestly, dude, you should be living like you're only making five. And then you take that difference and you invest that shit for the next 10, 20 years. And by the time you're 30, 40 years old, when most people are just average, you're freaking solid, dude. You got an 800 credit score. You got freaking multiple rental properties. You've got freaking passive income coming in, whether you work or not. You've, you've understood a lot of things. You've got a serious foundation going for you. Now, you wouldn't have looked as cool that whole time. Uh -huh. because you wouldn't have been driving the big badass car why well because the badass car if you take that money and go invest it properly in in five to ten years whatever you did instead of the badass car will produce as many badass cars as you want mm. you know what i'm saying so it's almost like the study they did with the kids with the marshmallows they gave they give a kid a marshmallow said hey if you don't eat that i'll give you another one in a couple hours if yeah. you eat it you don't get another one so so the kids that ate the marshmallow don't go anywhere in life and the kid that waits then they get two marshmallows they go somewhere in life that's called delayed gratification so if i were coaching a young man or a young woman right now i would be telling them point blank period now it's not going to be as fun right i did it the fun way dude i was freaking <laughs> popping bottles and driving the fancies and living like a freaking champ and guess what it still worked out so guess what anything's possible for anyone man you can go do it your own way you don't have to listen to us when i say us people that have already achieved what it is most people think they want which is you know success money etc yeah. but at the end of the day man that's not how you do it you got to figure out what success looks like to you and then you have to figure out how do i get there now and you start asking that question and then the universe or god or whomever you 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 hold in a higher power i think starts moving things around for you to find your way where, where you're going because that's where you intend to go absolutely. you know what i mean yeah absolutely i mean with, with so many of the things you've done though brad like how how are you defining success now for yourself dude i i define success personally where i have so much abundance in all areas that i can give freely to others and not run out for my myself in other words i have so much my cup overfloweth so i help fill up other cups 
Like, like I want my cup to overflow with so much. Instead of getting another cup, I'll just let it overflow into others. You know what I'm saying? That's my idea of success. To just have so much, you can give, 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 give all day long and never run out. Mm, I like that. That's powerful. And you know what? I'm thinking right now the audience is listening and they'll be like so mad if I didn't ask this question. We got Bradley who's who's already said, guys, I want to make sure you pay attention. He's the best closer on the planet. He would have yep. he would he would have counted Mars too, but he just doesn't know who's on that planet. With that being said, like what are some of your number one, like what are some strategies, some tips you can give the audience right now, especially the entrepreneurs that are trying to close more deals? Well, dude, I mean, you can't do it on a podcast. You know, training is something you do, not something you did. So I can expose you to some ideas and some information. Um, but true training, bro, it takes good content, repetition, practice, and accountability. And we're not going to accomplish that on, on this podcast. However, I will give you some tips and tricks that you can ponder, chew on a little bit. You know, number one, the more hands you shake, the more money you make. Okay. Write that down and, 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 and get a tattoo if you need to. Okay. There is no secret folks. Let's uncomplicate matters. Okay. The more hands you shake, the more money you make period. It's a fact. So if you know that to be true and it is, why are you going to bed at night without reaching out to 10 more people? Why aren't you introducing yourself to new people every single day intentionally? Most people don't do it, Sean. And now with Clubhouse and Facebook and Instagram, man, you can reach out digitally and socially and you can make comments on people's posts. And like literally you can become this, this, this gregarious individual and just introduce yourself to a million people where everybody knows who you are. Well, if everybody knows who you are, and by the way, I'm assuming you have ethics and, and integrity and you're doing all the right shit. If everyone knows who you are, you are in much better position than if, than if nobody knows who you are. Agree or disagree? Facts. I agree. Okay. So then the more hands you shake, the more money you make. That's number one. If you're an entrepreneur, dudes, get out there and shake some hands, man. Be seen, get known, introduce yourself. And by the way, once you realize, okay, I'm going to start having to introduce myself a lot. Well, then why don't you get good at the introduction? See what I'm saying? That's called preparation, which is the first step in sales. Sales is just like fighting in the MMA, right? You get into a ring with someone that's highly trained in MMA and you just started, you're going to get your ass kicked. You just, you're just, you're just going to get your ass kicked. Now, could you possibly get a lucky shot and knock someone out? Yeah, but dude, that's called hope. You don't, that's not a strategy. Okay. So what you need to do is like, Hey, if I'm going to get in the ring and fight this dude, what do I need to do? Well, I better go train. I better go prepare, right? So that's yeah. step one in the sales process is preparation. And once people realize sales is just a skill set that everyone should possess is, 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 is just like the MMA where you can train and become proficient to where now you are good at it. And it doesn't matter who you are, introverted, extroverted. It doesn't matter. Like anyone can do it. You just have to realize there are steps. And now you get so good at those steps, you can bounce back and forth like a master at it. And boom, you're closing deals, persuading people, making friends, building relationships, you know, all kinds of things, you know, building a personal brand. That's another thing. If I were you, not you, but I'm talking to your listener. If I were you, I'd be building a personal brand because you have one, whether you build on it or not. In other words, you all have a personal brand. The question is, is what is it? What is it? Mm. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it well-known? Is it unknown? You have one. 
I go to your Instagram account and you got two pictures of you sitting there with your dog, dude, that is your personal brand. It's just poorly executed. That's Thanks. all. So, so, so at the end of the day, if you're an entrepreneur or in sales, dude, build your personal brand. But just to give you tips, step one, preparation. Most people say this first step's the introduction. It's not. It's the preparation. Before you introduce yourself to anybody, introduce yourself to yourself. Okay, get yourself to like you. You know what I'm saying? Do you like yourself? Like relationships are the new economy, bro. So the first relationship anyone has to think about is the one with themselves. If they don't have a good relationship with themselves, themselves, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, go out and start making introductions with others. You don't even like yourself. How are other people going to like you? So you work on yourself real quick. It's real simple to do. Now you get to know yourself. You like yourself, you know, know thyself. Keyword, write that down. Know thyself. Trust me. Follow that your whole life. Figure out what that means. And then know thyself. So once you're there, boom, more handshake, more money you make, man. Go out mm. there and introduce yourself, introduce yourself, introduce yourself. You do it with preparation. Then the preparation leads to the introduction, basically. The introduction leads to then something called gather intel. Now, gather intel could also be called fact finding or, 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 or whatever you want to call your little step there. But the step, especially in sales, preparation, introduction, gather intel. Well, why do you want to gather intel? Well, because that customer can tell you every single thing you need to know to sell them a, a, a product or service instantly. Like, in other words, they're the ones that have the information you need. Do you understand that? Like, dude, if I'm going to sell you something, you got the information I need, dog. So <laughs> why, don't, why don't people talk to people? And, and not only that, like most, most people, if I'm going to try to get on a call and sell you something, my first goal is to sell you something. You should, you should make your first goal to build a relationship. Mm. Right. Right. I'll sell you something later if I can successfully build a relationship. Right. Absolutely. It comes down to that. Yeah. So, so most people's intention is to sell something. I'm going to get you on the sales call. I must try to sell you my thing. <laughs> well, that, that motivation dictates I think the authenticity and the whole vibe. So if, if I say, Hey, I don't want to sell you anything. I'm going to get on the call to see who you are, build a little relationship. Maybe I can help you. Damn. I hope I can, but dude, who are you? What you need dog? What are you doing? You know, that authentic build a relationship intention over selling you something is like a little trick that literally causes people to come across way more authentic and less, less salesy. So, the gather intel phase is ultimately just a conversation, man, where you're trying to ask intelligent questions and then listen for the answers because the answers will tell you how to do the next step, which is build value in your product or service. Because if you want to make an exchange, dude, all you have to do is raise the value of your product or service above the value of their money. Oh, man, you, you, you're taking them to class right now. Well, that's all you have to do, bro. So like, like for example, if I want to sell you this cup, dude, I, all I got to do is make this cup more valuable than you value your money. Mm. And there's many ways you can do that, right? Talking about. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do it without getting information from you. Ooh, that's just, that's the thing. So many people hop on these sales calls. They hop on, you know, all these different things. And they just start pouring things at you. Like, like the real gathering of intel. You're hearing it from Bradley, who's the number one at this. He's, he, he's proclaimed it. He would proclaim it on Mars if he knew it was there. I'll defend it. 
I'll prove it. <laughs> I like this. I like this. And uh, guys, that's the number one way. Get get the person you're talking to to tell you what they need. That's, hey, that's Sean. <laughs> people always people always ask me because they know me and Grant are boys. They say, "Who's better, you or Grant?" Yeah, and Grant's been on the show. He's been on the show. Yeah, yeah but you know what I say. I say, well, I don't know. I mean, it depends on who you're asking. But at the end of the day, like he sends me a check <laughs> every, every month. Oh, we're going to drop a ball okay. for that. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, like who who sold who? Okay, mm. I sold him. I closed him. I like to say I'm the dude that closes the dude that teaches you to close. Oh, man. So, so at, the end, at the end of the day, I'm just saying, you know, oh, I'll man. prove it. I'll defend it. Oh, that's tough, man. That, that, that's tough. We might turn that part to a clip. My man said, "Who so who who?" <laughs> that's that's the truth, man. I like this so Dude, much. I don't, I don't, ex- I don't exceed expectations. I exceed imaginations. Oh man, you coming through with the bars? I like, I like, I like this. Listen, <laughs> listen. I got that from my boy Mo earlier. <laughs> yeah, what do you know? Off, off, off top. Like, what do you think dude, about? I like, hey, hey, hey. I like, I like what you gave me, dude. Or I, I, who, who said this? If I ain't special, then why do I feel it? That's Big Sean, man. He said, I can't spend my whole life. If I, can, a- <laughs> if I ain't special, why I feel it? Then I, listen, I heard that record right there. It's called Bigger Than Me. You gotta listen to it, Big Sean. Bigger Than Me. It's just crazy. I'm gonna go listen to it right after this. Freaking big, call, bigger big, than me. Big Sean, bigger than me. You're gonna be like, yo, you're gonna text me and be like, listen, yo, that was that was tough. <laughs> All right, dude, listen, have you heard of NF? Nah, NF who? What or not? Nah? Dude, just go Google NF, dude. Listen, you wanna hear a little something, something? Yeah, let me see my right this. All right, dude, listen, listen. You ain't gonna you're gonna freaking shit when you hear these lyrics. You're 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 everyone listening to this is gonna go get these albums, I guarantee you watch. Uh, let's do it. Just listen to this one. I mean, there's one out of a million. Check it out. Hold on, it gets good. dude and here's the crazy part what's the crazy part i'm writing this down not one one cuss word in any of his lyrics and any of his songs and all of his songs are are basically for entrepreneur type things Uh but what's crazy dude and i didn't know this when i first discovered it that dude's a christian rapper oh that's crazy so you can literally pump that stuff at, at you know masterminds demos in front of kids at high schools and it's all empowering 
unbelievable lyrics. Man, you're going to make me, next time I do a speaking gig, you're going to make me run to the stage with one of them tracks. <laughs> I like this. I like this, bro. I like this. This is, this is, well, this is tough. I've never I had anybody. I don't, I don't, even, though, even though they're killer lyrics, it, you know, it takes a while sometimes to hear it all, so I don't use it as a as a walkout only because you know it, it takes a while like they're, they're, like they're deep lyrics what's your walkout you know? music what's your walk when brad hits the stage what's his walkout music i do this right here listen Oh, man, you coming out with Loso? That's crazy. That's we gotta get Loso. Fabulous. That's fabulous. Yeah, Fab, Fab. We gotta get Fab. We call him Loso on the mixtapes. We gotta get Fab on dropping bombs. Oh, <laughs> Loso on the mixtape. See? Yeah, yeah, Loso. Yeah, he had his mixtape. That, that shows I don't know Fabulous very much. What's Loso for? He got this. Uh, he got this mixtape. He got, got called Loso's Way. Loso's Way Three. It's like a little. See, dude, you got you got to text me a bunch of you know lyrics that I'm not aware of because again, bigger bigger than me, I didn't hear that song. But I love if I ain't special, then why do I feel it? Man, I got to put you on this other one too, man. This guy named Simba. He got this song called Big Homie. Oh man, he said I done got rich and I done turned into my big homie. You got to hear it, bro. Like it's it's crazy. What's the it's, it's called it's called Big Homie. Listen, before I got you up here today, like Big Homie. Featuring two chains. It's by Simba S Y M B A. He got the chorus is all you need. I done got rich Dude, I and I done I, turned to me. Huh? Hey, I think I think I blew a deal once with two chains. Oh man, I blew a deal with two chains. Cause because I didn't I, I thought it was a prank call. Someone called said it's two chains. They want to do a VT system on some things. So I'm so I'm on the call and I say, you know, it's two chains. And then I say, dude, we can do this, this, this. He makes so much money, he can afford more than two chains. We can call him four chains. And I thought that would be funny. Didn't hear, oh, didn't hear, didn't hear a snicker, didn't hear a reply, didn't, didn't hear nothing. Man. And I'm like, well, I'm just joking. And then they're like, yeah, well, all right, cool. Um, anything else? I'm like, nope, nope, that's it. Like, okay, we'll be out. And I never heard from him again. Uh, but his DJ Eastside is the homie, man. He's from 336. He's from the, from the same areas I'm from. So that's crazy. That's crazy. Well, well, 2 chain sounds way better than freaking Titty Boy. <laughs> Titty Boy wasn't marketable, but Titty Boy music was tough. <laughs> Did you ever have Rocket on this deal? He said, What now? You, Charlie Rocket. You ever have Charlie, on your podcast? Yeah. We, me and Charlie have been in talks a couple of times. We've been talking, it's funny you mentioned that. We've been in talks a, a couple of times on the phone. You, and, want me, you, want, you want me to tell him to get on here? Yeah, let's make it happen. We, we went back sure, and you forth. Know, you, know, you know, he used to manage two chains. Yeah, I know. He's also behind like that, that, that's that, um, that snow shirt. That, that, uh, I think it was like Christmas type shirt that actually went viral too. Well, dude, Charlie is a cool dude. 
Yeah, man, I like it. I like his vibe, man, and I like the fact that he's about empowering positivity and doing that whole dream bus thing. Listen, that that's that's just dope beyond measure. Listen, bro, yeah. bro, I gotta ask you the question. This is the, the final question that is so important. I've asked everybody that's been on the show this question. I asked your guy Grant Cardone who sends you the checks in person. I asked him in Miami. I asked I asked so many people this, and I asked if you were that person that is listening to the podcast right now, whether you dropped out of school like Brad or whether you got that degree in hand or perhaps you ain't got no idea what you're doing asking yourself the question of the show school's over now what right what advice would bradley give now get to work okay school's over now what now get going okay start using all that information you didn't get and start applying it mm, simple as that <laughs> Simple as that. Simple, simple well, as that. What kind of school are you talking about? Like to me, school is high school. If you finished high school, now what? Get to work. If 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 it's already, you know, I already went to college. Shit. Well, dude, listen. People ask me all the time if they if I think they should drop out of school, and the answer is my my answer is no. Do you think my people should go to college? I'm like, yes. I think you guys should go to college. Do you think this? College and education, I think, is smart, especially if you're already in it. You got to stick with what you started and finish it. Um, but I also think going to college is where you're going to meet relationships. Remember, relationships mm. is the new currency, man. It's the new economy. So you go to college so you can hang around and meet people and learn and and build relationships and network. And some of your high school or your your uh, college buddies might end up being your business partners. You might meet mm. your wife or husband there, like. I recommend college, but when that shit's over, let's go. Let's get okay? it. Okay. You already wasted four years or eight years at college. Yeah. So guess what? It's time to go. Well, if you've been with the mindset the whole time, school is an opportunity to meet people. Well, dude, you just spent four years building relationships and building foundations and networks. Mm. see what i'm saying and they're all congregated at school school's a great place to freaking build a foundational network right there's a lot of people that have you know met their business partners in college right Thanks. so soon as it's over and that's the question now what you know freaking get to work now let's go. Let's start leveraging those relationships and trying to figure out how to get where you want to go. So let me just break it down like this. If you don't know where you're going, folks, you're not going to get there. I say all you need to be successful in this world, Sean, is the three R's. Ready? Ready. This is only, this is only the second time I've revealed them. Okay, let's get it. I just revealed them on my Instagram. Got you know hundreds of comments, which which is based on these three R's. Number one, you're going to need relationships. 100%. Nobody's ever got rich by themselves, I guarantee you. So relationship with yourself, relationship, family relationship, spiritual relationship, business relationships. You need relationships. So so get on that, right? More hands shake, more money you make. College was just a start. Now, now get, to, get, get to building relationships. Second thing you're going to need is resources, bro. Mm. Well, well, where you know the person with the most resources is the winner, right? If you have more resources than me, dude, who's going to do better, me or you? You already know. I got more. I'm, I'm already winning. Okay, so it's just resources. Well, what are resources? Resources are connections. Resources is ability.
abilities, resources, or skill sets. Resources are, is money and assets and connections. You know what I'm saying? So leverage the resources. But in order to leverage the resources, dude, you have to see them as resources and you have to take inventory. Then the last thing, dude, is roadmap. Most people don't have a roadmap. Like, what is it you're trying to do? Where are you trying to go? What is arrival and how did, what does it look like? Dude, imagine if I told you to go into a room full of a thousand people and find someone, but I refuse to tell you what they look like. <laughs> how hard would it be to find that person? Hey man, I'll be done. I'll be done. Gave up. I said, man, you tripping. You it's not, it's impossible. Yeah. So dude, that's what people are doing right now. Go ask the next five guests you have. Hey, tell me what your idea of success is. And nine times out of 10, they're going to roll their eyes up and think because they haven't really defined it. Mm. So if you really want that success, folks, does it make sense to know what it looks like? Yes or no. Mm. You got to so like, yeah. Yeah, that's the roadmap. So, so guys, if you're going to start a trip, do you want to start the trip with a roadmap or without a roadmap? <laughs> Love this combo. You got, you got to have a roadmap while you're tripping, man. You're going to be okay. Good. So, man. good. So, go get some solace. Go get some silence. Go shut the door. Go look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself some serious ass questions. Don't worry about what your friends think, what your parents think. Worry about what you think, because let me tell you something, dude, you go do it for your friends and your parents and everybody else. You're going to get there and you're not going to feel any better. You're going to go, holy shit, man. I thought all this, you know, they're right. Money isn't everything. Well, no, dude, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't arrive at your destination. You arrived at what they thought success should be. And you're not going to feel that, that fulfillment. But if you but if you, Start with your own roadmap and you silence everybody else. And you're like, listen, I got to figure out what I'm looking for. I'm talking about the, the kind of clarity that you can, you can describe the freaking house down to the freaking furniture, your cars. What's the license plate say? Like, dude, what's the VIN number on that bitch? And more importantly, what does it feel like to have all that? And when you bring that emotion and you sit there and visualize on a daily basis, that kind of clarity with that kind of emotion attached, dude, I'm telling you right now, it's a matter of time before you get it all, but you have to actually visualize that kind of freaking detail. So that's your roadmap. Stop, make a roadmap. Once you make a roadmap, realize that your relationships, okay, the relationships and your resources is what you have at your disposal to go to, to travel down that roadmap. Now, every single day, Sean, you're going to ask yourself a question. Does this decision move me towards or away? Mm. Like a lot of people want to complicate it. It, dude, it boils down to choices every day. The choices you make determine the road you take. Every day is a series of choices. Are you making the good ones or bad ones? Well, most people don't even realize that it's that simple because those little choices equal the big ones. There are no big decisions to make in life if you're making the small ones consistently well right every day should i get up or should i sleep in should i work out or should i not work out should i smoke this or not smoke that should i get that phone number or not get that phone number should i go with these people or not go with these people there's people sitting in prison because their buddies talked them into going with them Yes or no? Facts. It's all facts. They got to talk Dude, they should have said no. And what's crazy is, you know you should have said no, fam. You know you should have said no, but you said yes. Why did you say yes? 
You said yes because you were worried about what your fam thought instead of what you thought. And the reason why is because you don't value you. Mm. You don't freaking honor you. You honor everybody else because that's what we've been taught to do. Well, guess what? It's the wrong way to do it. You value yourself. You honor yourself and you make decisions based on that. And guess what? You're going to end up all right. Mm. Now, the question is, is maybe you can't because you don't love yourself. You don't value yourself. Somebody done sold you on you ain't worth it. Well, guess what? I can help you repair that. Who wants help repairing that? Do we got enough time? Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people want help repairing that. Well, we got enough time right now or you want to save it for the next episode? Oh, yeah, we can keep it going, bro. We good. Uh, I'll, I'll tell people how to how to resolve that situation right now. Break it down. Give it give it to them in a format that they because like this is one of those interviews, bro. That I, I'm actually talking to you right now where I would want to grab a pen. Like why are you talking? So I, I know I know the audience whether they're watching this on YouTube or whether they're they're listening to this as they're driving in their car. They want to know the steps. So get, let, let's hear it. All right. Well, there's six steps. Number one, you have to, but you have to, number one, you have to forgive yourself for all your past bullshit, all the procrastination and lies and cheating you've done to yourself and others. Boom! Just forgive yourself, man. Big deal. Everyone's done it. Nobody's perfect. Okay. You ain't, you ain't perfect either. Okay. Everybody screws up, but you can be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Can you not? Facts. You can. Didn't, didn't our man, Yashua, yeah. die? You are forgiven. Okay, so guess what? Forgive yourself, man. Everybody deserves a second chance. That's step one. Forgive yourself. Okay, step two. Commit to do what you say you're going to do. From this day forward, do what the fuck you say you're going to do. End of story. And by the way, when someone's like, you know, well, no, no, no. You're feeling anxiety because you don't do what you say you'll do. Now, once you make the decision, I will do what I say I will do. Just if you get anxiety, stop agreeing to everything. Stop running your mouth. Shut up. Agree to shit that you agree to. If you agree to it, you're going to do it. Understand? Commit. That's step two. Step three, now you got to rack up the wins. You got to rack up the wins, dude, because you can't erase the losses, but you can replace the losses. And you replace them with wins. Make sense? You got to rack up those wins. So how do you rack up wins? Well, how about every day instead of having 10x goals, have a freaking 1x goal. Can you eat one less French fry, chief? Huh? Can, can you make one more phone call, fam? You know what I'm saying? Like, can, can you do just little things, dude? And so guess what? You set 10 little things every day. Boom, boom. And now you're winning. You're winning. You win. And by the way, your mind doesn't know the difference between a big win and a little win. But it does know the difference between a win and a loss. So guess what? Just rack up the wins. That's step three, dude. Rack rack up those wins. Set 10 small goals every single day that you hit no matter what. You better not go to bed unless you've done them, too. Because, again, you can back this can backfire, dude, and it'll chip away at your self-esteem. It'll make you feel worse than you do currently. Yeah, because you're not committed. You will not, you will not be successful if you don't have a self-image that allows it. Oh, you guys understand that? Okay, you will not outperform. You will not outperform your own self-image. You might have to say that again because I think someone's like, "Hold on, is, is Brad talking to me now?" <laughs> I'm talking to everybody. You will not outperform your own self-image. Ooh. So at the end of the day, this this starts to re- this starts to repair.
repair that self-image and, and grow that self-image and and repair the self-esteem and the and the and the you know convincing you've had over your life that you're not necessarily worth anything. And, and what's crazy, dude, is a lot of people be like, dude, I don't think that. Well, dude, it's subconscious, meaning mm -hmm. it's you're unaware of it. It's a subconscious thought that you're not worth more money. You're not worth a better car. You're not worth a better relationship. You're not worth respect. And you just accept it and tolerate it from everybody around you because what are you going to do? You know, that's, that's what, that's your life. So when you want to solve that, you forgive yourself, you commit to do what you say you're going to do. You start racking up the wins. And then over time, 60, 90 days, you'll start feeling a little bit better about yourself. You'll start feeling like you deserve more. You'll start to actually get a little bit pissed feeling like, man, I deserve better than I got. Well, dude, that's when you know it's starting to work. So you start actually feeling like you deserve more than you have, which you do. And then what, what happens is people start talking smack. So that's step four. You weed out the idiots. Anybody that's not supportive is not your friend, friend. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? If they're not supportive of you, dude, they're not your friend. You know what a friend does? A friend supports you, encourages you, helps you. If I called you and I said, what's up, Sean? You'd be like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm about ready to start this company. I'm like, dude, in this economy, bro. Like, dude, if I were you, man, if I were you, dog, I'd, I'd take that money and I'd freaking get, I'd get that girl out, out, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> I'm not supporting you. Well, did you, you get rid of those idiots. You weed out the idiots. Then step five, you freaking visualize and get that clarity. Okay. And then step six, you seek knowledge on a daily basis, which means you pick up a book and I ain't talking Moby Dick. I'm talking, freaking, I'm talking freaking, you know, the four agreements. I'm talking think and grow rich. I'm talking how to win friends and influence people. I'm talking the richest man in Babylon. I'm talking about, you know, outwitting the devil. I'm talking about seven uh, habits of highly effective people. I'm talking about the 48 laws of power. I'm talking mm -hmm. about freaking psycho cybernetics. I'm talking about, you know, shall I go on? Like pick up a damn book and seek new information daily. Okay. And here's why. If you want something different, you have to do something different. Agree or disagree? hundred percent. You got to switch it up. Okay. So, so then again, let's uncomplicate it. This is what it boils down to. If you want to change what you're getting, you have to change what you're doing. If you change, if you want to change what you're doing, you have to change what you believe. Because the reason you do what you do is you believe what you believe. Your belief system causes your choices and actions. So if you want to change what you're getting, you got to change what you're doing. If you got to, if you want to change what you're doing, you have to change your beliefs. So how do you change your beliefs, dude? There's only one way to change a belief. Do you know what that one way is? There's only one way. And you got to, for me, you got to switch it up. I'm curious to know. Like you got to do something different. No, no, you can, you're never going to do something different until you have a new belief, dude. You change your actions by your, by changing your beliefs. You change someone's behavior by changing their beliefs. You, you, you can punish them. You can hold them accountable. You do that. Doesn't change them, man. You got to change cha them. Changes them. You got to change their belief. Now, the question is, do you know how to change a belief? There's only one way. Break down the way, Brad. You got to break down the way. You let you let us to, you let us check and you didn't know dog because I gotta verify because man I'm gonna give you a freaking nugget where this will change your life. Uh, let's get it. 
You, you change your belief by getting new information. Mm. Period. That's the only way. Like, let's say you believed I was funny and then you talked to me and I wasn't that funny. And now you're like, dude, that dude wasn't that funny. What, what changed your belief? You're going to be like, I talked to him. Okay, that's new information. You got new information, mm. didn't you? That's facts. That's facts. Okay, so I, you know, I, I never believed in, in in God. Now something happened where I believe in God. What made you? What made you change your belief? Well, this happened. Well, that's new information. You got new information, dude. This is the only way to change your beliefs oh, is to boy. change your information. That's if you if you if you don't get any new information, you're not going to have any new beliefs. It's impossible. Your beliefs are your beliefs until you get new information that will change them. And there's some people that even with new information, they refuse to change their beliefs. And that's what you call closed minded. So you want to be successful, dude. Open your mind and close your mouth, not open your mouth and close your mind. Mm. Okay, so there's 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 the, the difference there. But ultimately, dude, you just get new information. Well, where do you get new information? Hit replay and, and go, go over those books I just talked about. When you run out of those, dude, there's there's crazy things called libraries. There's books filled with with biographies and there's filled history and freaking human behavior and like you can't get enough information, dog. <laughs> it's so much you listen, the more I learn the more I learn how much I need to learn. Like, in other words, we don't know shit. So read every single day, man. I got this thing called the million dollar morning. Okay. You wake up with the gratitude of getting a million dollars cash. Okay. Because what would you rather have a million bucks or you want to wake up tomorrow? Uh, I'd rather wake up tomorrow, man. You don't wake up. You ain't got the million dollars. There you go. So guess what? If I said, I'll give you a million dollars, how would you feel? You I feel, feel pumped up, excited, relieved, like man. That's You're all day. pumped up, right? Yeah, that's ready. But but if I said, I'll give you a million dollars, but you can't wake up tomorrow, you say, no, 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 no. I'd rather wake up tomorrow. I'd rather wake up. Okay, so waking up is more valuable than a million dollars. But when you wake up, how come you don't feel as pumped up and excited and enthusiastic and appreciative and grateful? And, 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 and why don't you hit the day with mm. that kind of enthusiasm? Hmm. You just got something more valuable than a million dollars, dude. And you're sitting there wondering and bitching and complaining and dreading and, and, and complaining. And like, dude, you just got life, bro. Get your ass out of bed with that kind of gratitude. That's that why I call it the million dollar morning. So, so you wake up as if you got more than a million dollars and you feel that instantly when you wake up. And now you start running after the, the day like a son of a bitch. Totally different perspective. Totally different mindset. So now... You just make sure that before you leave your door, before you do anything, anything, you focus on four key areas, your health, because without that, you're screwed, dude. What does it mean by focus? Dude, spend 30 minutes getting your blood pumping. You can't afford a gym? No problem. Just do, you know, lunges, like whatever. Yeah. You know, eat right one time. Drink enough water in the morning. Like get hydrated. Just focus on your health for 30 minutes, dog. It ain't that difficult. Okay, now, but by the way, this is before anything. Don't check your social media. Don't check your email. Get up. Be grateful as hell. Focus on your health for 30 minutes. Focus on your relationship, which is simply, who am I going to reach out to today and tell them I appreciate them? Pick five people every single day. Send them a text. Send them a face, uh, FaceTime. Send them a, a selfie. Send them what, uh, an email. Dude, trust me. 
You focus on a relationship, it'll grow, it'll build. You want to build relationships. So you do that every morning. And then you focus on your money, which is simply, what do I got to do today to drive revenue? So make sure that there's one thing you can do today that you know will drive revenue and make sure you do that before you go to sleep. So you've got your money focused on what you focus on grows and what you ignore dies. So every morning you're focusing on that money. And then the fourth one is seek knowledge. Open a book for 10 pages. Like, it's like, why well, I got time? Dude, you ain't got time. Get up earlier. Yeah. Okay, quit making excuses. You either want to freaking do it or you don't. Either take off the jersey or get in the game. Whew. Yeah, you coming with the so, so everybody that, that applies this million dollar morning on a regular basis, dude, they, they, they'll go so far, they, w- they won't even imagine how far that will get them just all by itself. And then once they start applying the million dollar morning consistently over 90 to 180 days, they start to realize, holy shit, this isn't rocket science. This ain't complicated. <laughs> like, holy shit, this is not freaking hard to do. There's clues everywhere everybody's telling everybody else how to be successful which what how much of it's true how much of it's not true well folks follow me on instagram everything i say is true everything i say is tested everything i say is battle tested battle war ready listen listen people right now they're getting all this knowledge from you brad like like where can people i want to make sure that people are like you know what sean where can i find this guy what are like all the social media platforms before we get out of here today because you dropped so many bombs as you would say where can they find you yeah i mean i'm everywhere dude youtube instagram tiktok Facebook, LinkedIn, all of them. Just just look for Brad Lee. That's spelled L-E-A or, as I'm being touted, the real Brad Lee. That's the handle, the real Brad Lee. That's pretty much everywhere, the real Brad Lee. And I'm verified, so like you can tell which one's me because there's a blue check mark. Man, that's official, I, I, I called my buddies one day and I said, hey, dude, have you found a check mark laying around? They're like, no. And I'm like, oh, I found it. Here it is right by my name, dog. <laughs> Stamp of approval. You heard it, yo, from the guy who is obviously, and I'm going to say it, I'm going to back him up on it because he said he has all the facts. He is the number one closer, even on Mars, Bradley, bro. We appreciate you so much for for stopping by the podcast. I appreciate you having me, man. Already. Guys, for those of you who have been listening, always remember, dream it, believe it, go out and get it. Hi guys, if you enjoy this inspirational clip from my past episode of the show, then you will enjoy my free ebook where we share success tips with former guests filled with valuable insights from our favorite episodes now. Just visit www.schoolsovernowwhat.com.